Welcome to The Spiritual Rabbit Hole, a podcast with spiritual mediums, Nicole, Kristen, and Glenda. Join us as we tap into the spiritual realm, explore the mysteries of the universe, and guide you on a journey of self-discovery. Get ready to open your mind and connect with something greater than yourself. Let's dive into The Spiritual Rabbit Hole. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. We wanted to let you know that if you missed our last podcast, check it out because we share a little bit about ourselves, our spiritual journeys, and how we found each other. We also discuss spirituality, the difference between spirituality and religion, as well as how spiritualism relates to mediumship. And as mentioned in our last episode, our goal for the Spiritual Rabbit Hole podcast is to share our experiences with you to help you along on your spiritual journey. Today, we're going to discuss how you can recognize signs from spirit. And spirit isn't just your departed loved ones. It's spirit guides, it's higher beings, our higher self, and the divine. So we can't wait to share with you all the different ways that you can find the connection with the other side. And one of the first ways we want to share with you is electricity. So Kristen, can you share that with us? Yes. Spirit loves to use electricity to communicate. Um, Sometimes it's flickering lights. Sometimes it's turning on and off the TV. I have actually had that a lot of times. I have had the TV turn on when I'm dead asleep, and (laughs) that's a little startling. (laughs) But usually it's just to get our attention. It's not to scare us or anything. Um, I've had an experience where my son and I were in our kitchen and we have six lights all on a switch and the switch was off. All the lights were off and one of the lights out of the six turned on and turned off. I think it turned on one more time and turned off again. And even my son said, mom, that light turned itself off. You know, that's when the light switches off and it comes on. That's where you, you're like, Ooh, okay. That's definitely a sign from spirit. And, um, you know, usually when it happens, it can be, like we said, it could be loved ones sometimes. That particular time is I was trying to make a decision on something, and that light flickering gave me that little guidance I needed to make that decision. But sometimes they also can give you signs with sound, right, G? I know you get that a lot. Oh, I do, a lot. And then um, sounds meaning like knocking, footsteps, whistling, distant talking, bells, or even whispers. Now, I've experienced all of them, and the whispers, I could never hear or what they're speaking of. But the knocking, I will always hear some uh, three knocks on a door. This is like while I'm sleeping, even footsteps. And then whistling. Now, this is like a super superstition in, in my culture. You never whistle during at night mm-hmm. because you're calling in something. And when I hear that, I just, nope, we're like saying no. We're not going nowhere. Well, when you when you hear the knocking, do you ever think that someone's at your door? Oh, my goodness, I do. And then I go running to the door. I open the door. <laughs> I open. I'm like, there's no one there. I even have a ring. A ring um, doorbell so I can look, but there's never no no one there. So kind of it, it's a weird thing, but it's a exciting experience, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you talked about like hearing people whispering. I know when my abilities first started coming through and I became aware of them, that's what happened a lot for me was that I would hear what sounded like two people having a conversation in the next room. And I remember running around my house, checking all the all the TVs and like seeing if there was ra- any radios on. And then when I found nothing was on, even running outside to see if there was anybody standing outside of my house near a window. 
and I never found anything, but that's that's actually a pretty common sign, especially early on in um, gaining your abilities or becoming aware of your abilities. But something that um, also can come through for sound is music. So sometimes you can hear music in the distance also, but music can come through for you in ways that it's, it's more about the lyrics or it's a song or um, a sound or a rhythm that reminds you of a loved one on the other side. Like for me, a common song that came through had to do with my father-in-law. When my father-in-law passed, my husband asked me to create a photo montage for his funeral. And he asked me to use a specific song. After he passed, that song was on the radio almost every time I was driving home from his house with my kids. Like I'd just seen my mother-in-law and that song would be on the radio. And I just took it as a sign as, okay, yeah, he's still here with us. Or he was able to experience that visit with us while we were there. So I love that type of way of coming through. Music actually uh, for readings as well. I will get songs or lyrics for even songs that I'm not familiar with. And I will try my best. If you're a client of mine, you know I try my best to sing the song. (laughs) I'm not great at it. But I'll often say, you might want to just look this up because the lyrics or the music might mean something for you. And it almost always does. Um, But I know there was more to the music. Oh, yeah. Sometimes um, or when I was first coming into my ability and I actually had started meditating I used to meditate quiet in the quiet. You know, I didn't have any music on. And then um, one night I was sitting there trying to sleep, and I just kept hearing this beautiful, like, angelic music. And I couldn't tell where it was coming from. And it was, like, one of those classic kind of sounds you would associate with angels. And it was really beautiful. But obviously, you know, I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Um, The next day, I think G had sent, She was sending, this is a long time ago, G, you had sent us um, all this music you listened to for meditation on, um, over text. And one of the things you sent when I clicked on it, it sounded like that angelic music. Then I thought, okay, maybe I should, you know, listen to this in meditation. And that was one of the best meditations I, I had done up until that point. And that music just you know, it got me right there. So it was a, it was a message for me. But you know, thank you, G for sending it to me the next day, and confirming that message. I, I don't think I've ever told you that. Yeah, actually, You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so that was a good, um, you know, message through music. I was gonna say, G, you are like the lucky one where you find all kinds of things from spirit. They leave you things, don't they? They leave me a lot of things, especially <laughs> with feathers. I mean, I um, I have small feathers. I have large, big feathers. I'm like, what kind of bird is this? You know, but I will always take pictures and they send to the group and they, the girls know, yep. they know yeah. that I have a lot of feathers that come through. So sometimes even when I come out of my car, I'm like, oh, look, there's another feather. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'll go around and say hi. <laughs> hi, you're with me. Thank you for being with me. So even like coins too. So anybody got some coins? Oh, I have... Yeah, I have I have a client who well, I think probably people have heard of um, pennies from heaven, mm-hmm. you know, where it's it's you find a random coin or it used to be pennies. Now, I think uh, they've smartened up and realized with inflation, we need bigger coins. Yeah, <laughs> but there's people that will Drop find dimes, ten. right? <laughs> you yeah. know, they'll find dimes or quarters and things. They're the lucky ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um 
But especially, you know, we had a coin shortage not that long ago. People don't really use cash anymore. So for you to find coins, especially when you're thinking about someone or you're struggling with a decision or something like that and you find that, I think that's definitely a sure sign of saying, okay, you're going in the right direction. Or at least that's how I take it. Or that the person that you're thinking of when you find that coin is still around Mm -hmm. you and still with you. But I think it's one of those things, you know, a lot of these things can be labeled as synchronicities or as a lot of people call them coincidences. But uh, I like to think of them as synchronicities. Like it's definitely made, it's intentionally made to be that way. It wasn't just an accident. It wasn't just a coincidence. And a lot of these things that we're talking about can fall into the label of synchronicity. But it's, it's a good example would be, we were talking about this, this example and <laughs> Kristen kept coming up with book examples that she's had and while we're talking about it we actually had a synchronicity with books, <laughs> we were trying yeah. to decide yeah we were trying to decide okay what are some more signs that maybe we're forgetting about we want to make sure we cover as much as possible and immediately I thought of the book signs by Laura Lynn Jackson I believe it is mm-hmm. and I was like oh let me grab this book so I grabbed it and as soon as Kristen saw it she was like oh wait a minute, speaking of synchronicities, and she actually had experience with that book the day before. Would you like to share? Yeah. Um, One of my friend's uh, dads had just passed that day, and uh, I had recommended the signs book because it's really great at explaining how the universe sends signs and how loved ones work and uh, with how they send signs, and I just told her about that. And then the next day, Nicole you know, pulls up the book and we've never talked about that book. No. Ever. So it was a perfect example of a synchronicity because I've read the book a lot like years ago and Nicole, you never read it. No, but I have <laughs> but it. She has it. It's a great book. <laughs> we can recommend it. Yeah. I got to order it. Um, yeah. So we just, we had never talked about it. So that was a great example of a synchronicity. Yes. So let me ask you this because people are probably like well if you get that what does that mean what does that sign mean so me pulling out that book after you suggested it to somebody else what do you feel like that was a sign for or what was the message behind kind of getting that confirmation well for to be you? honest I think there was many layers with it <laughs> okay but for me for my friend it was the confirmation that yes she should read that book that yeah. book was a message probably from her father to me read this book um, I think the other part of it was just to show us the synchronicity of that situation. Yes. You know, here's your example and why I kept feeling drawn to say book, yeah. you know. So they were given a, there was a few layers of, you know, you're in the right direction with that. Right. Which I love. Usually that is what it is. It's it's usually a few layers. It's a, it's a sign for you. And when you get a synchronicity, it's, it's not always for you to heal. It, it could be for the other person to heal or both of you to heal. Right. From that aha moment, you know. Yeah, that's so true. So another way that spirit can let us know that they're present or to deliver a message with us or for us rather is moving things. Right, G? Oh, yeah. This is like... Um, not a scary thing, but I'm pretty sure if the people that haven't experienced them before, you go, you'll probably get freaked out. Because for me, when I first um, started my journey, I in the living room, I have a chime. And my it's next to my, um, what is that, my balcony when, um, sliding door. So my balcony sliding door was closed. And, I was, and my front door was closed. So it was like nighttime. I was watching TV, and next thing you know, you can hear the chimes 
ringing and it started moving and I'm like, oh, someone's here. Hello. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we just need to acknowledge them for them to stop trying to get our attention. Yeah. Right? Yes. But yeah, the more you yeah. ignore, the more they will do. <laughs> I often say it's kind of like having a, a young child. You know, if, if they can't get your attention, they'll keep nagging you until they do. Yeah. So another like one of probably the most common way that we can sense when spirit is around is our intuition. You know, the gut feeling we get where something just feels a little bit different, where you might actually sense or um, have the feeling that your departed loved one is close by. And if you've had that experience, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's not something easily defined. It's kind of like, and this is kind of what I compare it to because I've had dogs my whole life. So this is the easiest thing for me to relate it to. Say you're sleeping and your dog curls up near you but isn't touching you but you can sense their energy near you or cat or a child or somebody or even a significant other they're not touching you and it's not necessarily that they moved the furniture that you're on but you can sense their energy is close by even though you can't see them that's how you can sense the the soul the spirit of a loved one sometimes is you can feel the energy of them around and and sometimes it's just a knowing Sometimes you just know something. Oh, yeah. I feel that way when I'm driving by myself. I feel like there's a whole bus full of spirit and with me. I'm driving alone or oh, yeah. inside, inside the car or outside of the car. Yeah. You know what? It's funny that you brought that up because I don't think this is one that we, we um, noted in our notes or anything. But a, a common thing that happens that a lot of people don't like to talk about really <laughs> when you're driving and you think you see someone in your review mirror, oh yeah, like sitting yeah. in the back seat. I mean, it will scare the mess out of you the first time it happens, but it happens a lot, I think, to a lot of people. Um, you'll kind of look in your review mirror and you think there's somebody there, and when you look over your shoulder, there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes, honestly, a lot of the time, through my readings. I'll have loved ones say, I ride with you to work every morning. I spend time with you. And a lot of people will talk to their departed loved ones during their commute to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's because when we're going through that like mundane act that mm-hmm. we're so automatically used to doing and doesn't require a ton of thought, although it should because you're driving and you should be safe. But, <laughs> you know, you're on kind of like almost meditative. Right. It's kind of autopilot, right? You, you don't have to put a ton of thought into it. So it allows you to kind of go into that slightly meditative, not eyes closed, sleeping kind of state, but <laughs> into this, okay, I don't have to use mm-hmm. as much energy here. I can use it somewhere yeah. else. A lot of people will pray on the way to work. A lot of people will connect mm-hmm. and not even realize they are. Um, just because of that um, auto- autopilot sensation of mm-hmm. I've done this every day and this is easy for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so... Another way that spirit comes through is through scent, through smells. So ladies, have you ever had that experience or know anyone who's had that experience? I had a reading with somebody and I was just getting ready to come in the basement because that's where I do my readings. And, you know, I wasn't cooking anything. There's nobody in the house. But the whole house just smelled like the yummiest sugar cookies. So strong. You know, and I went around like sniffing everything. <laughs> what, what can smell like this? You know, and then when I I kept smelling it as I came downstairs, and I asked, you know, does it, does a sugar cookie mean anything to you with with one of your loved ones? And 
it did. Uh, and then the smell went away. But it was so strong that it, it like, my whole house, it smelled like it. And I've had that with cologne mm-hmm. also. Uh, let me tell you a funny story with that. I thought I had a stranger in my house. I made my neighbor come and check the whole house <laughs> because I swore up and down that there was a male in my house. John doesn't wear cologne, and he wasn't even home. And it was so strong, like it burnt my nostrils. Mm-hmm. Like somebody just doused themselves in cologne, and my neighbor thought I was crazy. I was like, oh, okay, you know, sorry. <laughs> I ha- I had the same a reading where I smelled cigarettes, oh, yeah. and it was really bad. Like, are you smoking? And but there were we were we did the reading in, uh, over the phone, mm-hmm. and she's like, no, and I was like, what's well, up, smoking? <laughs> I'm, I'm alone at home. You know, I was like, someone's smoking is irritating me, but she's like, oh, my grandfather smoked, oh. even in bed. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, that's bed. wild. I know. So, like, for me, yeah. it was perfume, so kind of similar to your story, Kristen, but where mm-hmm. my poor husband was accused of uh, having a lady friend over. <laughs> <laughs> just had our first child and you know you're kind of sleep deprived and stuff and I kept smelling like this flowery smell and I'm I have such bad allergies and I get congested I'm like I don't want flowers when I have a baby send me the edible you know arrangements or whatever or you know plants or balloons like flowers I can't handle in the house so I kept smelling like this floral perfume and I was like where is that coming from searching the whole house and I like, you know, did you have somebody in the house? <laughs> what were you doing? Was somebody here? Nobody we knew that would have been in our house wore that perfume. Well, it happened again after we had our second child. And we were in a totally different house. And, you know, he was still a newborn. He was only like a week old. And I smelled that flowery perfume. And I was going nuts. I was like, you know, did we change our laundry detergent? Is there a spray, like a room spray I'm using that I don't like or that my husband bought or somebody that came to visit left or something like that? I even had him change the air filter in the house. (laughs) I mean, I went I went pretty far with it. Well, he finally said, wait a minute. I have something I want you to smell. And he brought out a bottle of perfume. I don't wear perfume, obviously, because I can't handle smells. And, of course, me being accusatory, who whose perfume do you have? Where did you get this from? And he got kind of teary-eyed. He goes, just smell it. And I smelt it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's it. And then, you know, starting to worry, is my husband wearing perfume? <laughs> All these things. Well, it turns out it was his grandmother's perfume. Aww. And he used to buy it for her because of the name of it. And he, she always called my husband her true love and, you know, like it was her first grandson and they were very close and he, she just adored him. So he would buy her the perfume because of the name. And what I realized, because I was still not fully aware and open to my abilities at that point, that she was coming to visit and let us know that she was there to witness, you know, our new child, our new children and how beautiful that was. And my poor husband, I took this beautiful experience <laughs> <laughs> and accused him of horrible things. And I, I apologize to him regularly, you know, so, yeah. But, yeah, smells can definitely be a big part of how spirit can come through for us. Now, a great one that if you're lucky to experience, dreams, visitation mm-hmm. and dreams. Do you guys have any stories to share? Yeah, I do. One of my best friends died, uh, it might be 14 years ago now. Uh, but it was before I knew I had any abilities or anything. And I mean, I thought I did, but I wasn't 100% sure at that point. But 
this kind of helped sealed it. Uh, she came to me in a dream and it felt so real and it was so overwhelming. And when I woke up, I knew without a doubt, you know, it was her. And I ended up asking her mom weeks later, you know, what was she wearing when she died? I don't know why I asked that. And she told me what she was wearing and that's exactly what I saw her in in her dream. And it just, you know, goosebumps. I got head to toe with that. It was really beautiful. And that that's one of those experiences that kind of helped me realize what I could do. So I'm always grateful for that. I think that's awesome. I think that's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing it with us. Yeah, um, thank you. I had, it doesn't happen often for me to get dream visitations, but one that stands out a ton for me is um, about 20-some years ago, a good family friend of ours passed away. And I went to his funeral. I was in my early 20s. And he, when I, I didn't want to go to see him because it was open casket and he had been sick for a long time and I just didn't want to see him that way. And my family encouraged me to go because they said, you need closure, you need closure. I saw him and he looked nothing like how I remember and I was so upset. And I remember just bawling my eyes out that night and like praying to God that I would not remember him that way. And he came to me in a dream that night, looking the way I, young, healthy, you know, not thin and skinny and gray, but just absolutely the handsome way I remembered him looking. And I will forever be grateful for that visitation because that's now the memory that I hold on to mm-hmm. and not how I saw him um, at his viewing. So I think visitations, dream visitations are a beautiful thing. And I think if you're able to experience that you're very lucky and very blessed in that way absolutely yeah i had one recurring dreams where there's a tree and a bench and every time i'm the beach area but i would sit on the bench and um someone different comes comes to sit with me and we're always talking stories but i don't know who it is but it was always coming up from like a reading or or someone close to me connected to me kind of thing oh so so like family um of your friends or somebody you're gonna read came to visit yeah oh that's cool I like that that a lot so something that we absolutely love in our group um is repeating numbers or angel Mm -hmm. numbers we're constantly sending (laughs) each other screenshots of like you know the our clock you know 111 11 11 all that kind of stuff or uh license plates (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> with repeating numbers and it's awesome because for us it's confirmation that we're going in the right direction or we're on the right path because usually we see them when um, we're discussing something or we're trying to make a decision about something as far as like this podcast goes or our soul on a voyage community so I think it's pretty it's it's a pretty fun way to get confirmation um, I know that a lot of people can view the numbers in different ways and have different meanings. Right, ladies? Yes. They have also um, different meanings, like angel numbers would be one. And sometimes, like you said, there will be like confirmations of what you've been talking about or what you've been going through. There's other meanings like that. Yeah, they'll take numerology, right? Numerology, um, the meaning of the actual number can influence the meaning of the message when you see mm-hmm. the repeated number. Oh, yeah. I think sometimes it's, you know, whatever you're thinking about, too. For me, it's I'll be thinking of something I should do or direction I should go in, like you were saying earlier with us, and then I'll see that 
Okay. Yeah. Numbers are actually a really cool way um, for them to let us know that they're around us, whether it's our loved ones, it's our guides. You know, it's just, to me, it's kind of confirmation. So another way that spirit can let us know that they're around us is through physical sensations. Mm. Right, ladies? Yes. Yes. We all get those. I get that a lot. Um, the tingling, the the tingling above my head, numbing of my ear, something. It, even the race, heart racing, that, the pressure between the middle of your forehead, ear ringing, mm-hmm. the tunnel ear. So, yeah, another way that, like, I've experienced spirit is that I'll feel like a hand on my upper back or on my shoulder or sometimes on my lower back. You know, it feels like warmth or a little bit of pressure. Um, But, yeah, so I know the tingling on the head is a common experience that I'll have when I'm connecting with energy. Yeah, pressure in the middle on the third eye. I know Kristen's big one is the heart racing. I remember the first time we spoke, you're like, my heart just feels like it's going to explode. And I'm like, oh, you know, that can be a sign that there's a strong energy around you or a lot of energy mm-hmm. around you. So, yeah. yeah. Or feeling like I really have to take a deep breath. Like it's like, <gasps> I got to take a deep breath because it's, yeah. you know, it just feels like so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you have those physical sensations that make you feel uncomfortable um, due to spirit, now, if, if you have a medical condition, please seek out medical help. But if if you know that it's not that and it's definitely spirit around, you can actually ask them to move away from you. Mm-hmm. You can tell them that those sensations don't make you feel comfortable and ask them to come through in a different way. Um, another way that spirit will let us know they're around is by us seeing them. Now, by seeing them, it, sometimes it can be like full apparition, full being of them head to toe them Mm -hmm. sometimes it might be actually like a silhouette of a being or a shadow of a being um but but a common one also that's come through in readings for me is seeing a loved one through a crowd that's passing by so i think that's kind of cool and when you do a double take and then they're not they're not there it's like wait a minute that person i could have swore was my dad that passed and they weren't there I was going to note, too, because when you said, you know, sometimes it's a shadow, I think a common misconception, people think a shadow figure is bad. And it's not. That doesn't mean that. Right. (laughs) Yeah, we do not believe that all dark or shadowy entities or beings that are seen Mm -hmm. are negative. Yeah. Yes. That's a whole nother yeah. thing. But I did just want to put podcast. that in there. It doesn't mean that they're bad because that is something that, you know, and, and sometimes if you're just not seeing them super clear, you just might see it as that. So going on the lines of seeing your loved one with your eyes, you know, also in your mind through memories is another way that they can give you signs. So if you're just kind of going along and all of a sudden you're just like flooded with all these memories of a loved one you know one after another ones you've forgotten that's them giving you those memories reminding you you know they're still here yeah that they're there and that's one that that a lot of people don't realize Mm -hmm. you know when you have a memory pop up about someone and nothing triggered it at all that they're there that's a definite Mm -hmm. sign that they're close to you at Mm -hmm. that at that moment you know, it's interesting because they will share, spirit will share their memories with mediums like us mm-hmm. 
for us to understand a message or for them to help us relay a message to their loved ones that are still here. Sometimes they actually ask us to share our memories because they relate sometimes to the person that we're talking to. But that's also another podcast. That is another that's podcast. Going, yeah, me going down the rabbit <laughs> hole. See, we, yes. keep, we keep trying to go down the yeah. rabbit holes. But yeah, so um, we had mentioned before feathers, like things being left behind. But there's other signs from nature that spirit will use to let us know that we're around. Gee, would you like to share some? I'm going to say this like adamantly because they're always coming. Birds. Birds are always coming <laughs> to my house or wherever I park. I see them. It's a certain bird. I think it's a cardinal, a blackbird with a red tip in the back of them. And there's a redhead also. I'm, I don't know what kind of the bird The cardinal is. Is, is, the, is full red or full Yeah, brown. there is a red. And then there's a redhead with a white, white. They're birds. <laughs> I think that's the red-headed woodpecker. Yeah, I know you do have, have like specific pe- woodpeckers here. I haven't seen. I don't know. know. But these oh. birds always come around <laughs> and they, they come to my doorstep. They come through my window trying to get in my house. Like, yeah. So that's definitely a yeah, sign. Yeah, that's. Those are more of the texts that we get yeah. from G. Yeah. Oh, but we also got, um, when we went to Arizona, we had... The oh, raven. yes. Is it a raven or a crow? I the raven. Oh, it, yes. it was a raven. That's Raven. Right. It was yeah. the, definitely a raven because it had, it was really big and it had the cur- the beak was curved. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. When we, so Kristen mentioned in the last podcast that we had gone on this trip recently to uh, Sedona. Well, first we went to Vegas, drove to the Grand Canyon, and went to Flagstaff and Sedona. And the first place we stopped at was the Grand Canyon. And we had to hurry up and find a parking space because it was starting to get dark and we were in a rush and we wanted to see it before it was dark outside. Well, Kristen was driving. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you. (laughs) It was a treacherous drive. No kidding. (laughs) And she just pulled into a parking space and, you know, there's so much parking. You're like, okay, we got to remember where we parked. And we turned and the sign right above the car said Raven 1 and it had an image of a raven. And then I was like, oh, that's wild. And then all of a sudden a raven flew yeah. and landed on the mm-hmm. sign. And I was like, okay, maybe that's just coincidence. Mm-hmm. Look at me trying to negate it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So we do the Grand Canyon. It gets dark. We drive to Flagstaff. The next day we go to the the shopping place, mm-hmm. right? Yes. The, the little shopping mall, Spanish shopping mall place. Yeah. And there was a raven there. And it was like hopping around. And, and then we went. spot. Yeah. And oh, actually before that, we went to Whole Foods. There was a raven there. And also. there was a, way, a raven mm-hmm. right outside the door when we went in and when we came out. And then even when we stopped at the McDonald's sign. Yes, there was two ravens there. Yeah. There's two that mm-hmm. right by our car. It's not just seeing them. It's just like. They were they, near like, navigate us. or like move towards our car. Yeah, they were moving towards us and they were always near us. And what's interesting is shortly after I got home, I was speaking with a friend of a friend. So it's not someone I'm necessarily um, close friends with, but we were talking and she was talking about a book that she had read where it was about Sedona and psychics in Sedona. And she said the raven would protect the truly psychic or truly gifted people in Sedona. So I was like, what? And I hadn't even told her that we kept seeing ravens everywhere we went. But Ah, she told me. Yeah, and I was like, what? And that was the night Rick texted you guys and said, oh, we figured out why the ravens were following you. And I I was like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy you said that. I just got back from Sedona. Like, she didn't even know. I said, I just got back from Sedona, and everywhere we stopped, 
there was a raven like really close to us, nowhere else. They were always really close to us. And she was like, oh, they were protecting you. And I was like, okay. See, synchronicities, confirmation, that type of thing. Makes sense. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, birds, that but was a good gee, example. you've also had moths. You get a lot of moths, I, too. I do. I do large ones. Yeah. Those is as big as my hands. Wow. And ladybugs. Yeah, ladybugs. It is very. Yeah. I know around here, yeah. a lot of people here in Michigan, a lot of people will see squirrels that just kind of sit and stare at them or come really close to them. Um, rainbows, seeing rainbows. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Kristen? I was going to say, I've read somewhere that the reason that spirit uses winged creatures, mm-hmm. <laughs> insects, you know, birds, it's the way that they use navigation naturally that oh. spirit's energy can kind of manipulate them Because it's electromagnetic or, oh, wow. or something like that, that, that they use the... Something like yeah. that, oh, yeah. That's definitely something we should look into. That's really interesting. Yes. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something Yeah, that like makes that. sense, though. Because I'm thinking of there was like a movie, it was like an end of days movie mm-hmm. or like an apocalyptic movie where the um, poles of the planet shifted and it changed the electromagnetic whatever field of the yeah, earth. And the-, and the birds kept mm-hmm. flying into buildings because they were confused. So that's really interesting. Um, another way is wind. A lot of people don't realize, you know, especially like, for example, kind of like what G had gone through. All her windows were closed, but yet her chimes moved. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's the same thing. If you're in a, in a building, especially, and all your openings are closed, your windows and doors are closed, and you feel wind, and there's no source to it, that's definitely something to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I know I have a friend who... Um, recognizes wind blowing through the tops of trees Mm. as a sign that her mother is close by oh that's cool so i think that's beautiful i myself am a huge fan of wind but i think that's because i'm an air sign but you know so you know that you can actually ask for specific signs from your loved ones you probably heard because i think this was on tiktok or instagram or something not that long ago where people were saying, you know, send me, and it was like some kind of profound off the wall, send me or uh, show me a bright lime green beetle bug car. And they're like, there's no way I'm going to see it. And sure enough, they saw it or they saw an image of it or they saw like a toy version of it. You know, you can definitely ask your loved ones to send you a sign that they are close by and they will do their best to do it the way that you ask. Now, sometimes if they're kind of stubborn, if they were stubborn in life, mm-hmm. because this has happened in readings before, if you ask them to come through as a butterfly and they were like a really masculine energy and manly energy, they're probably going to send you something more like a dragonfly, you know? <laughs> so don't be surprised by that because if they're a stubborn soul or they were stubborn here in life, they're probably going to be like, let me come through the way I want to come through. But a lot of the time they will come through the way that you ask them to. And I think that's awesome because I know for this one couple that I've read, I believe before their young, before their child had passed, either they asked or he told them that he'd come through in rainbows. And I didn't know this before reading. And while I was doing the reading, I just kept seeing rainbows. And I said, I don't know why I keep seeing rainbows, but I keep seeing rainbows. And they knew right off the bat, you know, that's that's him. And whenever they saw rainbows, they associated that sign as him being present in their life in some form or fashion. So do you guys ever ask for specific signs? I did when my grandpa passed. 
And it's a long story, but I had asked him for like a maroon pickup truck with a fish on it or fish in it. And a couple months went by and he lives on a river and we were renovating it. And some of the workers went out in the evening just to randomly try to fish off the dock, which you don't usually catch too many fish off of there. Well, they caught like 10 of them. Nice. And when they were done, oh, wow. they took all the fish and they threw them all in the back of the pickup truck. That's how they went. And the pickup truck was right next to my mom happened to be driving my grandpa's maroon pickup truck. So they were right next to each other and they threw the fish in theirs. So I take that as the sign. And the fact that they caught so many fish off the dock is not common. Right. We, we, we don't catch that many off of there. So, so right. So they're not always literal. Like when yes. you ask for the sign, it might not always come exactly the way that you asked for it to come, but it might come through in a different way. Yeah, I had one moment where I was pissed off at something. Not sure when. This is like a long time ago, but I left my house to go walking to cool off. But I was still looking at my phone and I was still getting mad. And then a flower came flying down and hit my chest. And I was like, oh, a pretty flower. And it changed my mood, like, instantly. So I'm like, okay, this will pass. <laughs> I love that. I think yeah. that's the best part about acknowledging the signs that, you know, the spirit world sends us is that it they're meant to give us hope and guidance and remind us we're not alone. Yes. You know, and I, I think it's really important to to know that, all the signs that we've discussed today are not the only way that spirit comes through. There are so many ways that spirit can come through to let you know that you're not alone, that they're still with you, maybe not in the physical sense, but in the emotional and the spiritual sense. We are not alone in this world. We have our loved ones with us. Love never dies. So try to look at your life and recognize the times that you've experienced or witnessed something and you thought, is that you? Because almost every single time, probably every single time, you have to ask if an experience you had is a sign from a departed loved one. The answer is probably almost every time yes. You know, yes. and that message mm -hmm. itself has come through in many readings. If you have to ask if it is me, it is me. Because part of the reason why you're asking is because you feel them with you. Mm -hmm. Your intuition is recognizing the energy behind that experience. Yep. You know, there's so many readings I've done where people have had near-death experiences or, you know, been in horrible accidents and survived it or came out like totally unscathed. They had no injuries, no, no problem at all. And they will say, I feel like so-and-so was there with me. My grandfather was there with me. My dad was there with me. You know, is that true? And I'm like, you don't even have to ask me that because if you're asking, the answer is yes. That's how I see it. If you have to ask, then the answer is already yes. So we've gone over all these different ways that spirit can come through. But like we said, these are just a few of so many, many more. Don't forget, you can definitely ask your loved ones to come through in a way that you can recognize them. But also remember, if they were stubborn in life, they're going to be stubborn in spirit and they might choose to come through in their own special way. So don't negate an experience that is not what you asked for, but you feel is them because it most likely is them anyway. 
We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We look forward to you joining us for our next episode when we will be discussing different types of spiritual abilities and how you can use them. Thanks for hanging out with us at the Spiritual Rabbit Hole. We would love for you to like, subscribe, and rate our podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email us at soulonavoyage at gmail.com or visit our website, soulonavoyage.com, for more information on how you can work with us. Peace out. Love ya. Bye for now.